Hello there. And welcome to the Force Discussions with Hope and Kevin. Looking into the void of the sweet embrace of death. Never thought I'd hear that from a Mario movie. But you have to do it like, um, what did they say? However they said it, uh, but in a high-pitched child-like way. Yeah, I don't, I don't sound like a child. Like, um, well, the sweet embrace of the death. The sweet embrace of death. And it was just so, like, playful and light and childlike. And you're like, that's dark as shit. Uh, hi, everyone. Hi. Hi, everybody. We saw uh, the Mario movie, Super yeah. Mario Brothers. Is that what it's the officially Super called? Mario okay. Yep. Um, it was a little different than the one from the 90s. Oh, really? Um, it didn't have guns and Brooklyn at its worst? Oh, my God. And, like, yeah, really bad subway scenes. No. Um, it was, I have to say, it, the the movie itself was really good. It really was. It was funny. It was well-paced. It was um, even thrilling at times. And it's a fucking kids movie. But what really struck me was how beautifully animated it was it was because they they did the characters proud like what you think of mario now like you really felt like you were in the video game yeah but some parts even felt real like the texture on their clothing or their hair it wasn't like animated in the way of like cartoony it was more like pixar real like as close to realistic texture wise as you can go but it was really really well done. And it was yeah. so cool. Like, I just, it was so cool as a Nintendo Mario's fan. All the Easter eggs, the music, the score. Like, it's, if yeah. you like Nintendo and Mario. And the best part, the only reason we it. bring this up is because we're talking about Mandalorian today. And guess who's in the Mandalorian today? And in Super Mario Brothers. Yep. And by the way, Jack Black, good job. You literally Oh owned my God, as Bowser? Su- as Bowser oh in general. God, he was so good. He was so good. He was funny, but also like sometimes scary. And he was sassy. And he, oh my God, he was just perfect. Um, and of course, he has a song that he sings to Peaches because... His whole thing is that he actually wants like how, to marry her. I like how you just said peaches, though. It's not peach. Princess Peach. No, I'm it's peaches. Sorry. No, it's better. It's oh. better that she's now just peaches for well, the rest of her well, life. Isn't that what he says? Well, that's what he, that's like his nickname for yeah. her. So, that's hilarious. Sorry, it's They've never peach. met, mind you. No. And he goes he's in love with her. Wrote her a song. <laughs> and he's like, peaches, 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 peaches. And he's blowing up. Singing at the piano. And and we're, late, course, we're late to this gang of the world knowing about Peaches' song. But man, yeah, but it's hilarious. so good. And and uh, Jack Black, of course, he rocks out because he's part of Tenacious D. And he's so good. He is. He's a good musician, too. I was listening to their music. And he's a tremendous singer. But they are great musicians. Like, yeah. Kyle, his partner, amazing guitarist. Anyway, off track. But go see Super Mario Brothers. It's funny. And it's cute. And it's not that long. No, it's not. It's longer than a normal kids movie. It's a little longer than an hour and a half. But it's worth but it. But it's under two hours. So, yeah, it's worth it. But Jack Black was in Super Mario Brothers, and he is, or sorry, was in the latest, oh my God, I keep fucking up. It's the latest Mandalorian He's in the Mandalorian, episode. but he's in the first episode that we're talking about That's today. That's correct, because we're doing a twofer. We're, getting, we're doing two episodes. And the, I keep forgetting that... Every time we talk about anything Star Wars, technically the series is a cantina chat. Oh, yeah. Remember? Cantina chat. I remember that. Cantina chat. Cantina chat. And I keep forgetting to say this is part of a cantina chat series. But anyway, so we're going to talk about chapter 22 and 23. 22 is entitled Guns for Hire. This episode is okay. <laughs> it's okay. You like it if you could see Hope's face, it looked like it forced herself to say those words. To not say something. No, it's it's not that it's bad. It's not bad. Like it's I said, not it's very Star it is literally the definition of okay. It's an yeah. okay episode. The, I will say this, the rating when we when it first entered the the world. the world, uh, it was an eight point four on IMDb. Now it's a six point four. 
So it's gone down. Like, that's kind of a lot. Two whole points is a lot. And the next episode, 23, chapter 23, called The Spies, is rated 9.1. And it actually is very good. So, Guns for Hire, uh, this episode, there's something that happens in the beginning that relates to uh, a, a part of the plot that connects them to another planet. They do their little thing there, and then it brings you back to the main story of the Mandalorian, like so the you know, main plot the by last, the end. Like the last episode where they had an entire like middle story of like, hey, this guy's on Coruscant. Kind of like that. But Mando and bo Bo-Katan are involved. So it's like they're on a, they they are involved on this side Story quest. Story-wise it's very very similar constructed. It's a I'd side say. quest. Yeah, it's a side quest. And then they go back to the main story. They end up going with, "Hey, we're going to go get uh Bo-Katan's old crew mm-hmm. because they kicked her out because guess what? She wasn't Mandalore." Blah, 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 blah. She didn't have the saber. Yeah, she didn't have the saber. So she wasn't allowed to be the leader and they abandoned her, but yeah. they have really good ships. So she's like, "I'm getting my fucking ships." Yeah. So she goes to the planet where they think they're at and this whole planet is like an independent planet that literally is like the they are not of, part of the New Republic. No, they're not. They're an independent. Yeah, and that's they, why. Sorry. Well, I know, but what I mean, I just wanted to clarify that means like they're not part of the New Republic. So they're not New Republic. They're an independent uh, world, but they have like this insane democracy thing where they keep everyone's vote really counts. It's crazy. Um, yeah. But it's to the point where they've like outlawed guns. They've outlawed like things that. They got because the work because their, they, their life is now luxury. Like yeah, they, they don't have, have to do anything. They have the old um, droids from uh, the, the Imperial. Se- in, yeah, from the Separatists, like yeah. first grouping. Um, and, Re- they ha- and they're reprogrammed. And they're, t- and they're reprogrammed. They're working. And as you get there, there's they like at, they have Mando and Bogotan like kind of get like transported to so these one, main people one when they thing land. That happened at the the beginning, and the only reason I'm going to mention it is because I was like, well, "How does this connect to the episode?" We open with like these squid people who I think they're getting um, uh, oh, interrogated yeah. by Imperial, but it's actually Bogotan's old Mandalorian mercenary crew. They are there to get this one of the kids on the ship he's like not a kid he's like a young teenager or whatever young young man is in love and his family's like no you need to come home and they hired these mandalorians to go get him and they did it all peacefully but if things were going to get bad they would they would have got bad so they take this kid he belongs to this planet uh where is doesn't he belong to that planet i don't remember them saying they oh okay well anyway I, it connects to the just, mercenaries and yeah. they the mercenaries are staying on this planet uh where jack black and another guest star lizzo are like not king and queen but kind of like they're diplomatically elected. democratically elected but they're still like i don't know why star wars does this like fucking queen amadala but they're like royalty mm. like whatever but anyway the the connects because they had to introduce the this group again and like where are they what are they doing they are hired to protect the planet this planet right planet so because of this weird democracy thing they got yeah. going on they can't have any guns for themselves right so they can hire a group but they can't be inside the city yeah they have to stay out, like on a perimeter so, my, so they protect they, the pl- they protect their city from the outside stuff but well, what if inside. someone gets into the city that's yeah, apparently dangerous. that's what they voted for that's that's what they got well somebody could easily take them over yeah okay that's all right that's i just want to make sure that was about oh okay so uh, they, oh, the planet is called Plazir, Plaz, yeah, P-L-A-Z-I-R, and, uh, they, they get there, and they take control of Bo-Katan's ship, they force them to see the royalty, Jack Black and, uh, Lizzo, and they say that they need help with their droids. <clears throat> Even though they've been reprogrammed and deprogrammed and all that jazz, some of them are acting, uh, aggressively again and going back to their imperial like programming and like yeah. becoming violent or even well, fatal. They haven't gotten any kills. <laughs> no one's died yet, but no one has uh, gotten some serious injuries. And lately. there's been property damage and stuff yeah. like that. So they have a droid problem and the these aliens that work on the droids are the Ugnots that 
um, from the first episode. Quill was one that Mando befriended and this all is that. The, it, this uh, is the no, no, sorry, mm, this is the way. Um, um, I have spoken. I have spoken. And um, and he speaks to them because at first he won't talk to Bo. Bo-Katan, and he gets them to have a conversation. Pretty much, and we forgot <clears throat> to mention, literally the reason why they're there is because they want to go get to their Mandalorians, but because this, for some reason they had like a weird tractor beam type situation where they got I said pulled. That. They, oh, they sorry, took you're right. control of the they ship. Took, but they told they them they can't, them. you can't leave here until you fix our problem, which is yeah. kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. But they also let them in with their weapons, so they technically could have gotten out mm, away. Uh, but they help, They try to help them out, and they track down the droids. They go to this droid bar that serves oil and, like, this lubricant liquid. Obviously not—they don't drink, like, the way we drink. It's, like, supposed to help their insides or whatever. But they go there and realize that one of the—I forget what it's called. Like, all batches, I guess, whatever. <clears throat> I forget the name for whatever. It's kind of like when they make a batch of beer or something like that. That's essentially what they made. But something batch came through and it was like, oh, wait, this shouldn't have gone through. This would cause all these things to happen. Nepenthe is what it's called. And they. They're they're drink. They're real. Yeah. They go back to the lab with. uh, So one one of the droids. They discover that all the droids that have malfunctioned have this. Nepente in them and they're trying to figure out well where did it come from and why and I can't even believe this is like it's just so crazy but they like it was mini um like uh like nanobots ni- yes and they had coding on them and blah 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 they traced it back to the securities manager guy who guess who, who is Doc Brown himself, <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, had three cameos in this one episode. Like somebody on TikTok in the comments was like, uh, "This is called. Uh, this is certainly Stars Wars because there's so many stars in it." I was like, "I don't mind cameos, but like, calm down." So the chain code link is what it's called to the commissioner. And they go to confront him, and he before told them that he had this button that was a fail-safe, and if he hit it, it would turn all the robots or droids off. No. But he has to be voted to do it. No, but that's not what the button does. I know, but the the, the button does something different, but the when he explains it in the beginning... He, he uh, says that... They have to vote to actually for him to hit it. Yeah, all the citizens have to vote on it. But that's obviously a lie, too, because the button actually takes away the programming and makes those droids violent again and have Im- the imperial programming so he threatens to do that uh they you know take him down because he's old and um yeah they bring him back to lizzo and jack black well they were playing a game like uh almost like not quite like cricket yeah like cricket. cricket or croquet or whatever and grogu is using the force to help lizzo win and it was a really cute it was really cute so um the the commissioner, security, whatever he is, he gets exiled to another planet. Lizzo is very disappointed in him, um, but she knights Grogu. So we don't heard, we don't learn anything else about these fucking droids. They must just decommissioned the ones that he yeah. affected and made sure that the Nepente was not affected and have any more of that bullshit in it. And they do recognize <clears throat> Mandalore because that was one of their. The parts of the agreement is that they're going to recognize Mandalore as an independent uh, uh, civilization with Plazier with them saying that they the Mandalorians own that planet because mm. that planet right now is completely abandoned if on all star charts, which yeah. comes up later. <sighs> so, uh, Bo Katan, they go and and Mando go to the outskirts to where the mercenary group is camped out and confront Axel, I think his name is. Yeah. Uh the the leader now. And at, she wants the fleet back, but she also wants the crew. Um but also her mission from the armorer is to go and seek out other Mandalorian. Whether they abide by the creed and wear their helmet this yeah. is the way or take their helmets off. Just get get we, us the, we are stronger together. We the more the merrier basically. Yeah. So at first, they they challenge. They challenge for the fleet, and Bo-Katan wins. Oh, yeah, very, very majestically. Not, not easily, but, like, 
she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She beats him up, and then he immediately goes like, well, you can't even lead us anyways because you don't have the dark saber. And, and he then, pushed up his imaginary glasses <laughs> like, you nerd. <laughs> and, yeah, no, you're right. He really did. And then Mando's like, well, I'm going to gift it to her. And right away you were like, you can't do that. You're not I allowed. I was such and a little kid. And I was like, you, you were, can't do it. And, That's what happened. And they, even they were like, it's not a gift to be given. And so he's like, let me explain, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> When he went to Mandalore to do his little bath Bath. ritual, he got kidnapped and captured. And he said, the dark saber was taken from me by an opponent. Bo-Katan slain and defeated that opponent and saved my life and took the saber back and wielded it very well, by the way. Uh, And she should be the rightful... Pretty much owner. saying that I lost my right to it because yes, I lost it in fight. battle. And she won she the op- against it that opponent. Against that opponent. So she. That's what I she, I know. Yep, put me off. Anyways, um, but yeah, so pretty much they they all kind of looked over like, yeah, that works. Uh, yeah, no, legit. <laughs> and they agreed that she should have the saber and, and she takes it and they they bow to her. Yeah, they do. Then, um, and then the episode ends. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but that was a quick dun, one. Dun, dun, dun. The end. Um, is there any trivia that I can read? Oh no, this? please, we don't need that. No, we can read the make next. Sure? One. Okay, I'll I'm do. Bo- I'll do. I'll make sure I do a trivia for the next one. Yeah, there's plenty in the next one for you to do. So this you can do two in the next one. Oh yay! Yeah. This is called. It's chapter twenty three called the spies and. Oh, I forgot to read the blurb on the other one, but it doesn't really don't matter. Matter, don't matter. This one is all it says is survivors come out of hiding. Yeah. And it starts off really cool with um uh Kane, is that her name? Mm-hmm. So she's like working walk- with Grand Admiral Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Yeah. Um he obviously Moff Gideon has been, you know, like, oh, we, he's alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shows himself in a hologram, which is kind of, the only thing I really liked about this scene was that she was going down a dark. Kane's going down a dark alley, and then all of a sudden, like in dro- like a very imperial droid, like the one from Episode um, uh, Five, where like they threw down a probe droid. It was that yep. kind of droid came down and like hologrammed Moff yep. Gideon there. And, oh. What planet was that? Because I put that was clearly had been it. it okay, what? so it looked like a, it looked like the planet. No, but it's the planet that she's on. That she that we saw Coruscant. her. In, oh, it is Coruscant. It is Coruscant. Okay, I'm not. Going I to thought for a moment. Oh shoot, this is a different planet because in the Obi Wan mm-hmm. series, yeah. it looked really similar to that like really that did. little city thing that they had, but it wasn't. But that it was, wasn't because once you realize it's Kane, and I was like, yeah, well, didn't that take place on Coruscant? Okay, yeah. cool. So and, sorry, continue. So Moff Gideon pretty much is like, you've started to contact me. Why are you contacting me? We're not supposed to do that. And she's like, um, well, I kind of have to tell you some that. shit's going down, dude. Yeah, he's like, hey, you know how we were trying to take care of Navarro where uh, Carl Weathers was? Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, well. It got it, it got defended. He's like, ah, uh, you told me the New Republic wasn't going to send any help. He's like, yeah, it was the Mandalorians. Well, that's yeah. he's like, that's pretty. And uh, they're working together, yeah. like these two enemy groups. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? So like, now he's all scared. He's like, oh, not it, scared. I think he's more pissed. Well, it was it was more of like, uh, what are they doing? He's like, well, they're going to Mandalore. Like to they're, re- they're going to take over, over Mandalore. And he's like, damn. <laughs> yeah. So he. Go like the next. I don't know if this is the next scene. This so what I have after that is that he's uh, I put Moff at some imperial base. So because he has a hologram meeting with in other imperial officers. That's the next scene. So that is the next scene. Okay. Yeah. So this is Shadow what, Council. This is what I've been waiting for. The really? Shadow Council. Yep. Okay. So in the in the so the 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 series we're going into the stuff they're taking a lot of stuff from is. Two books. One. Oh, books. Okay. Two books. One is the series of Thrawn returning. It's the heir to the Empire. The other one is the uh, book that they actually put out before uh, the sequels, which was how the Empire still survived in the Outer Rim. They had different secret sects. What they did was they had different splinter groups of everyone, and the Shadow Council was the one that kept like kept everyone in They cut. were the leaders of all those so, sects and, that were spread out and, and then they want to know where they got together. the idea from the rebels. 
They figured out because the rebels oh defeated them this way, they're going to return this way. And so Admiral wow. Thrawn goes off into uh, a different space to build up an army. And different sects of each group go into different areas to advance their technology and give off resources. The Shadow Council was the groups that said and gave approval. Moff Gideon right. literally is having this meeting. And, they, of course, they, they start – like one of them had to make a comment like, well, Grand Apple Thawne hasn't even come here yet. Yeah, they mentioned – Where him. is he? <laughs> and the old guy that's telling him that Thrawn's coming, he's actually his general. Like he has it through him so that he doesn't have to deal with that stuff because right. he starts showing himself he'll be a target. Because and- the Empire still, because of these splinter groups, the Empire still acts like the Sith. They start – taking over stuff if well, it's right. a weakness. So so they mention Admiral Thrawn. They're waiting for his return. And then they also mention Hux, an admiral on planet Necromancer. And this is actually a um, piece of um, yeah, here's your trivia. very important trivia. Hope's totally unnecessary Trivia! So this is the first live action appearance of Brendal Hux, father of Dom Hall Gleason's character, General Hux from the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Brendal is portrayed by God, these fucking names, by Dom Hall's brother, Brian Gleason. Does it? Oof, that was a tongue twister. Oh, okay. But <clears throat> basically the guy that played Hux, his brother plays his father. In in the, uh, in the show, in this show, yeah, and uh, honestly, <clears throat> the whole necromancer thing is completely Palpatine's project. It's about bringing him back to life. That makes sense. Yeah, granted, it was not called oh. necromancer; it was called something else. But also, the sheer fact that it it it, it makes more sense to call it that way. So, whatever. so one thing that Moff said was that he hears nothing of Thrawn, and he want he wants a new leader. Yeah, And they're like, oh, somebody was like, oh, well, that might not be a bad idea. Um, but then somebody asked about Dr. Pershing's research. And he's like, oh, well, the New Republic got him and he's in the amnesty program. And I want to be like, and your secretary fucking like burned his brain to bits, probably. Like the last we saw him, he was getting electrocuted. So who knows? I think what's going to happen, well, at least this is what I hope happens, is that um, – <clears throat> Moff Gideon, uh, granted, I want Moff Gideon to die only because he will. It, 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 I feel like they, I don't know what else they can do with his character. No, he will. Once they introduce the Shadow Council, I'm like, sorry, bud, you're dead. Because also, he doesn't exist in the sequel, so it's an easy way, it's easy to get rid of his character. Not, yeah, it is. But I think of it as, I hope what they do is they say, like, oh, we want to know where that research is because it should be going to the guy who's doing the cloning project. Right. And Moff Gideon's like, no, I want to keep it so I can have my own cloning project. Right. And I would love for this to happen. I don't think it will, but I hope they do this part as this is Snoke. This is what we had. Yeah. We made up Snoke by our means here on Moff Gideon's group did this. Yeah. And then – Here's the necromancy group over in the corner. It would make sense that if if Moff was like trying to do it on his own, doing something on his own yeah. on the side. Uh, so one thing he does ask for is for more security, more support because he's afraid the Mandalorians are gonna. Yep, he asked for destroy three him. Um, knights. Uh, so they're they're essentially extremely trained guards that were guarding that they were supposed to guard Palpatine. That was their goal, but yeah. they're essentially just. Um, anti, anti, uh, Je- they were old anti Jedi guards. They they couldn't get warped by their minds because of the helmets and the stuff they had. Also, they had uh, like uh, Viro blade staffs, yeah. which is cool. So um, the council cool. vows to destroy the Mandalorians. Long live the Empire. Yep. Back on Navarro, the Mandalorians return. All the Mandalorians, uh, and they have to learn to like each other. So the group. The mercenaries that Bo picked up and Mando picked up have to now go back to the armorer and Paz Vila's desert group yeah. and work together. I mean, it's literally like Tatooine and Coruscant, like people from like just desert and then technology coming together. I mean, the armorer has animal skin for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Uh, so 
the armor, I remember she clangs like this metal yeah. thing to like get them to like welcome, welcome, and stop staring at each other and being creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one thing that uh, we see Karga, Carl Weathers' character again, and at first you think that he rebuilt the IG 11 uh, for Mando, but it's it's not. It's not functioning independently. No, you have to you have to motorize it. You have to so, have a little creature inside. So to control the cognitive functions. Um, so it's really designed for Grogu. Yeah, and it's such a cop out because it's like, oh no, now Baby Yoda has to like not be carried around. He's just walking around. My first mm-hmm. thought, I'm sorry, and it's just because I'm a '90s kid. My first thought was, oh my god, you Ninja Turtled. Grogu because there's a character in the Ninja Turtles that that. that he has it's like a brain thing that's that's one of their enemies but it goes inside the middle of this electro robot thing and I'm like oh my god they came well they They knew that they needed to maybe move across crazy terrain or get out quickly and Grogu can't move quickly and he likes to jump a lot (laughs) and this is a way to get IG-11 in like the, the just the the look of him or whatever. I know. So he uses, there's voice commands. It's just yes and no, but Grogu uses them. He goes inside and he starts, he's like, all right, come on out. And he goes, no, <laughs> and no, no. And he ends up staying inside of it. And then they go back to the group of Mandos. Yeah, he has a little cute scene in the uh, marketplace where yeah, he's, he's trying, to fresh. Grab, trying to grab stuff and eat stuff. And, and he's, he's like, like, no, we have to pay for this. He keeps having to pay. Every time he eats it or drops something, and Mando has to keep paying for it. <laughs> he's like, I'm very disappointed. I don't think he said it, but I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that this they have this group meeting, and Bo-Katan is leading the group in this speech. And... Trying to rile up uh, enthusiasm to go take over Mandalore, and she said we need to take two groups to like go explore, like one to stay in space, in space to like out, you know, perimeter yeah. security, and then one to drop down to the ground Be- to explore. And it's because the atmosphere of Mandalore, with all the bombing and the radiation and all that crap, you can't communicate through the space and the right. planet you have because to be in of the this. same atmosphere. Yeah, the atmosphere sucks. doesn't let you uh, scan stuff. So. Din steps up and the armor, like a bunch of people step up. They're like, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. And I remember they were all standing up. And what did you say? Oh, like, who's left? No. Like, oh, I don't want to go. No, you said, uh, you're dead, you're dead. Oh, yeah. You're, said, dead. you're, you're dead, you're dead, red shirt. Because they kept showing people's faces on some of them. And uh, I was well, like, the, the oh, mercenary you're dead. Group, yeah. yeah, you're dead too. Yeah. And I thought, why is he saying that? And then we got to the end of the episode and I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> so they send the fleet into orbit. They go to Mandalore and, and you know, one group goes goes down and uh, this, this this scene didn't make much sense to me it made sense after they were there but yeah. they get down to the they get down which by the way they're speeding through this whole we need more mandalorians we need more mandalorians how do we do this in the show they have to work together why because yeah. there we go but they go to they go to drop they have people drop down from the ship yep. using their ba- jet their jetpacks and they land, land to land and go all right, landing secure. Who's in the ship? Bo and Din, and they get to the. And they Grogu, land. And Grogu, of course. And Grogu. They land safely and just walk down the ramp. They look around for a little bit and then they go, all right. It's let's, safe. It's safe. Let's get back in the ship. So they, they essentially start walking around, but they see a weird boat ship that's uh, approaching. The, approaching, which I went, oh crap, you know, natives. And then I see them jetpack off, and I'm like, oh, it's more Mandalorians. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There's, there's a group from space. There's a group that's a cult. Now there's a group of people who they have been on the food. planet. food. The first thing they said yeah, was, you have food. do you have any food? And she's, they're like, what the fuck? Because they're starving. Yeah. Um, but they were, like, loyalists to Bo-Katan. Yeah, they were. She had to explain, like, that. They did surrender, but like it was because there was no. Yeah. You well, they, do they explained the story of why she lost the dark saber, which was she surrendered the dark saber so that there would be no more harm to Mandalore itself. She thought, "Hey, I'm the leader. This is how I can not get destroyed." And then Moff Gideon did it anyways. Yeah, because he's a fucking dick. Yeah. So both groups are gonna work together. The ones that are um, well enough, because the armorer takes the. Yeah. The people that were on that ship that are too sick, um, they she takes them back up to space to space to to get better because they had a land little boat ship 
on on Mandalore where they were driving around. There was a bunch of sick people there. She took their ship that they came with. So now they have no ship to get off the planet. So good um, job there. <clears throat> no, they'll come back, but hopefully. So they are going to explore the Great Forge, uh, what's left of it. And one, while they're on their fucking way... Paz Vizla and Axel, so like the not the leader, but like the manly yeah, the manly big, groups of the, each group, uh, the manly beef cakes of each side, <sighs> are having a fight over a fucking board game, like chess. The chess. It looks like a weird chess it's game. A, it's a chess. And, you can't jump that way. And somebody stops them. because So here's the thing. Din was like, can we step in? He's like, no, neither. Bo was like, neither side can step in. They need to like Fight deal, themselves. deal that, with That's this, the Mandalorian right? crap. But somebody stops them. Yeah. Man, uh, Grogu does because Grogu. he's a foundling. And he's in the IG suit, so yeah. he actually can. And he's like, no. No, 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 he has no, no button. And they kind of both they, go like, when kids don't us to stop acting like a kid. Oh, we shouldn't do this in front of the, the baby. Yeah. So, the, uh, where was I? You, we were at. Oh, uh, they see a movement in the, the distance. And you're like, what? And this giant. What I don't even know what it is. It was, monster. It was a monster. Giant, I call it uh, Moby Dick. Because yeah, but they're it's in a not ship. a whale. I know it's I know, not a whale, it's, but, but it's, it's so fun. They're on a boat in a desert. It is a sea monster. It whale. Whale whatever. sand. It's thing. a giant creature that comes up, destroys a ship by ship. No yeah, more ship. ship's gone. Uh and did they run into a cave uh for safety. Yeah. Irony enough, that's exactly where they were going anyways. So And it's the Great Forge. It's the ruins underneath. Yeah. And they uh one of the guys that was on the ship that stayed on Mandalore talked about how some people stayed behind, they survived like after the war, they stayed in the outskirts. Um and some it tried to explore the Great Forge below, but none of them survived. Yeah. So this is a little like mm-hmm. Uh, well, guess who's there? So we see these people flying at them, and we're like, they're like, are those other Mandalorians? Is it uh, yeah. people that stay behind? No, 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 no. no. It's Moff Gideon's group. Yay. And he they fly now. the Death Troopers, yeah. and they fly now. Yep, the Death Troopers. Um, so he figured out, he now has an entire Mandalorian-type armor for all the clone troopers. They're, it's made out of Beskar. Beskar. And he now has uh, the newest suit that uh, for the Death Troopers. Now, the Death Troopers... They were they, all black. They were all black, but they the original design, because uh, the last time we saw Death Troopers was in season two yes. of Mando, and that was Mach 2s. They were they had robots. They different helmets. They had different helmets. They were Mach 2s. These are now what Moff Gideon is showing off, and he's in this armor. Mm-hmm. He's in Mach 3. From my understanding. So putting clones inside them. So the people humans can actually be in this stuff. Humanoids inside Exactly. Them. So I, I put so many dead Mandos. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I the, kept going, and you're dead, and you're but, dead, so and you're dead. So Moff's base, they, they just they, start attacking. Yeah. And Moff Gideon's base is on Mandalore? That's my question. Yeah. it's a, It makes perfect sense. So How it's been, been there for a while. Yeah. Th- think That's about it. Okay. It makes perfect sense. That's why nobody fucking lived because he probably killed them. How did, he, how did they always get the Beskar? They're yeah, on the planet mining the planet, it. Yeah. So they trap Mando um, outside of this corridor i guess but he's he's separated from the under the other mandalorians and solely it's mando against like a half a dozen or more soldiers. oh yeah yeah they just and there's coming, nothing coming. that they can do they're all behind this metal glass door and this is the one thing that i i was trying to realize why the heck moff Gideon wants to kill off the mandalorians forget the hate of them why do you really want them all dead why go to the shadow well, he Council? wants grogu he d- never mentions Grogu the whole time. I'm yeah. talking about when you're talking. He's talking to the Shadow Temp, uh, Council in the beginning. Why I need to kill these Mandalorians because they're going to take over Mandalore. And I was sitting there the whole time like, oh, why do you care? Oh. Because he works on Mandalore. And that's where he gets all the best car for and also, and, weapons. And, and the reason why that. It's secluded. Nobody's fucking there. 
And now Lizzo's little uh, group with Jack Black has now de- desic- uh, has decreed that that planet is now friends with them, and they own Mandalore. No one's supposed to be on there, so they can't use it as a hiding space anymore. Right. So now he has to kill all the Mandalorians and be like, "Oh, they died from the planet. Can't can't be a group. You can't, you can't live. The mate. The planet really is cursed. Exactly. Right." They, they conveniently all died. Yep. So he was trying to obviously get rid of all of them, but he captures Din, um, gets him on his knees, and uh, he explains his stupid suit, and yes. he orders to take out the Mandalorians that are in space. Yep. And they have no idea what's coming because there's no communication mm-hmm. from below. So they're going to literally be ambushed. They're going to yep. have no idea it's coming. And we haven't, we don't see that yet. Um, no, we'll see that likely in the last episode. So, uh, Moff mentions and says to take Din, uh, jar into the briefing room. So he gets taken away. Uh, Bo like threatens Moff and, you know, dim- oh, she just, I mean, they're all angry or whatever. He demands the saber. Yeah. Uh, but fuck, that's not happening. Yep. So uh, she, all the Mandalorians basically start fighting back. Well, they all they all fire at the, the door the door that they're stuck behind because <clears throat> they got trapped within these two doors. That's right. how they even got to even have to have a conversation. And Dinjar got taken away. Um, then you have. Uh, Bogatan cutting a hole out of the back door because it's like we need to escape with the saber. And then they then Mofkini goes open the doors because then he knows he has more firepower behind him. So they're yeah. firing and firing. So all of them are trying to survive. And Paz Vizla yep. stays because he's got this crazy fire machine gun thing. Yeah, and he's laying them down. He's he is fighting like you've never seen before. And Bo is like one of the last ones, and, and she's, like, she's like, "Get in the hole!" She's like, "Come on, let's go. I'm not leaving you." And he's like, "No, go!" Like I, I gonna basically gu- give gonna you more time. Place. But he hits the and door. He, she's and like, "No!" The and then he hits the thing. Yeah, closes the door. And he has a great send off battle. I mean, he is firing his gun. You can see it overheating because it's just like yeah. on. It looks like it's, it's like molten fire. Yeah, he drops molten the gun lava. and just starts. Pounding these guys left and right, knocking them out. He takes out his knife. He uses a gun them. to hit them too. He uses a gun side. to hit them. Yeah. He goes back and forth and he kills every one of these uh, troopers. troopers. And then the fucking guard knights. The, the red, red guard knights, comes out. And there's three of them. Mm-hmm. And they, like, he fights. He oh. fights them off, but he doesn't fight them off. Like, one gets stabbed. They have, like, a, it's not really a saber. It's like a staff, but it's like electrified, and you yeah. can go through people. Yeah, so he goes through, and they, and they go through the him. armor. Oh. They stab him, but that's how cool Vissel is. He grabs the damn staff to pull it closer to him, stabbing him more, so he could grab the guy's neck, and the other guy's like, oh, shoot, didn't expect that. The other two, on the other hand, come in with their stuff and stab him in the yeah, neck and, and the back, and he's, he's done for. But what a great send-off for that character. Granted, I know kind of why they wanted to have that kind of send-off for a character. It was because um wasn't... um. Someone who was playing it first before they had to send it off. John Favreau. John Favreau was but playing it. then he, because he didn't have any lines. And then they gave this character more depth and gave him lines. And they were like, yeah, you can't do it, John. Um, they're, like, and, they're like, I got this guy out of here. And so, they, I don't even know who the actor. But it just, it felt so bad. I did too. It was scene. a really great fight scene. It was just so tragic. And I did think like, what about his son? Yeah. Was like we, and I, so I put, they stab him to death. The end. Literally, the fucking end. Yeah, that is they, like they the credits. Nothing else. So, when they come back, the last, the this is the last episode of the season next yeah. week. So they have a bunch of stuff going on. They have Moff Gideon has gotten Jin, Din, Din, and he's um, debriefing him. Debriefing him. You have Bo-Katan escaped with the Mandalorian. With she had some. But yeah, a not lot. all. I put so many man- dead men. Yeah, so many died. You have. The space battle that's going to definitely happen between Moff Gideon's um, crew and the Mandalorians in space, which I actually think Moff Gideon better have a good plan for that because uh, I think he gets, I think he's outnumbered ship wise. I, I don't know about the main ship, but I mean, thankfully he asked for bombers in the beginning of the episode. It just and I think always that's the seems only thing. like the Imperial, the Sith are going to win. Yeah. It just always feels so hopeless. It really does. Uh, 
I just wanted to see if there was any more trivia for this episode, but they are all but, um, so long. Oh, wait, you mean unnecessary trivia might actually be long trivia? Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, just like about the death, the death, uh, dark trooper, death trooper. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was called Death Trooper, then it was Dark Trooper. Dark Trooper, excuse me. Yeah. It's called a couple different names over the years. Uh, But I didn't think he was coming back because I stalk the IMDb uh, page for The Mandalorian. Moff Gideon character. Sorry, Moff Gideon. I did not think he was coming back, and then obviously he didn't. I was like, you motherfuckers. Because it's not credited on his IMDb. And I'm like, no, he's not into this season. Like, that really sucks, except he is. And now... He's credited. I'm like, you tricky bastards. Like, obviously, Disney has so much money. They can make sure that your IMDb is not edited to reflect your credits until that project premieres. Yeah. Bananas. But, yeah, they've set up a really good uh, season finale. The problem I feel with this is they better have an a amazing end to this because their last season of Mandalore, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Did not, Luke. yeah, they had Luke Skywalker. Like, the that's, that's you can, hard. I mean, to you, come back. I remember Hope on the ground crying. Because it, it was a very um, thrilling episode. Yeah. I mean, I was tearing up, but I, I, like, I looked over at you, like, Hope, what do you think? Oh, you're on the ground. <laughs> well, because when you saw his, his ship. ship, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and you knew he was the only one left. Now, the, I will say this for Mandalorian it has taken. I mean, it's obviously, I, I will say, it's about the Mandalorians. Yeah. Finally. Like, it really is about m- the Mandalorians and their their culture, their group, whatever, and trying to re uh, restructure on their planet. Totally different storyline, totally different plot mm-hmm. than the last two seasons, which was all about Grogu. Now, they still obviously have more to explore. Like, okay, well, Grogu's not going to be a Jedi. He's going to hopefully be a Mandalorian, but like what is what is he gonna be in another X amount of years? I don't know. So the, on- the only thing I can think of that they could end this whole thing with is yeah, they have their battle, they have everything else. I'm just trying to think of what they can do as a cliffhanger amazing It's going thing. to whatever it is, it, it's probably gonna relate to Thrawn and yep. it's going to connect with Ahsoka, which comes out in August. I just w- I hope they have a cooler if it's Ahsoka at the end, somehow she's there. All right. I can get that because she had a really good connection with the Mandalorians. I, I can don't get know that. if they'll actually sh- show. I don't know if she'll actually be in it. I don't, I hope not because I really want her to have her own show. Right. But I don't want Thrawn there. I don't want this to be like uh, Thanos at the at the last five seconds. Well, I guess I'll do this myself. Like, no, I don't want that either. Mm. I really, yeah, I want a new villain. To be teased and then have all these series happens. Like, I, there's so many villains that could happen Mm. that I really want to see something be plugged in like Avengers did. Like, this villain is now working towards, I, because I always, I want my, I want my Darth Crate. It's not going to happen, but I want him. Where, is he from a video game? He is from the comic books. He is, he was a Jedi during Anakin's. Uh, rule. He was a Jedi Knight with Anakin. He was this uh, one of the uh, uh, Tuscan Raiders, where he had to wear a mask. Mm. He had to it, once he took off his mask, he was now not a Tuscan Raider anymore, and that's their ruling. Um, his father was one before. He fought Obi Wan. Obi Wan took off his mask, so then he had to leave the planet Tatooine, and they went on this entire path on the dark side, where he just learned knowledge of the dark side. Got captured by this new vi- these villain of the Yuan Vaughn, mm. and then he after that whole battle where both the the Republic and the Empire came together to defeat them, he then became a dark uh, ruler himself, and he made the rule of one where he essentially could have as many apprentices as he wants, but they all have to protect me because I'm the king. It was essentially king rules, mm. and I just think that'd be so cool if at the end of all these series they just showed a tiny bit of his path. Going up to that, and then you could have a movie, or you can have a series on that. Uh, I think that'd be great. I know they also have the Al- Al- uh, Arc. I forget what it's called. The Arcolite, Acolyte coming out as well. Oh yeah. And I really hope they don't just make that a, you know, 
Sith Academy <laughs> type situation, but I have a feeling know. it's gonna. And I know that the Star Wars celebration happened in the UK last week. Yeah. And they talked about several projects that are, you know, coming forward for Star Wars. And of course, the thing that I'm most excited about is Dave Filoni's As his own. movie. Yeah. Finally. Fucking finally. And it's going to connect the Mandalorian. Uh, shows like all the shows, all the shows. Yeah. Um, so I'm ex- I'm really excited for that. And I also they're gonna do something twenty five thousand years or something. They're gonna tr- uh, they're gonna either they're either gonna they're, the 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 rumor is they're gonna do the old republic. Okay, but I don't think. I don't think they're going to do as much as they say. If they're going to go the whole Revan in the video game thing, cool. I don't think it's going to happen. If anything, which is what I'd like to see is, what I like is Darth uh, Treya because it's after those wars. And it's at, there's, not, there's a lot of action happening, but there's a lot of dialogue type situations, so... And then the other film, because that's going to be a movie about, yeah. you know, way back when. And then the other movie is going to be set... 15 years after the events of Rise of Skywalker, and they're yeah. bringing Daisy, Daisy Ridley back as Rey. Now, I have no problem with Daisy Ridley. I actually really like her. I think she's a tremendous actress. And I don't really have a problem with Rey. I actually liked her in um, the well, almost all of them in The Force Awakens. I just think they're going to write her horribly. That's what I think is going to no, happen. No, I, I think if the right person is behind the project, that'll uh, be great. Yeah. I think it will be good. Uh, I I just hope that they do they do right by her. Yeah, because I feel I do feel bad that they they put her in a situation where she was going to be the push for this whole this whole movie series, and they just had a bad story to go with it. But here's the thing: every time I watch any of those movies, I don't watch them very often. But when I do watch them, I I never look at this and go, "Oh, this is bad acting." No, I always go, "It's bad writing. It's yeah. a bad story." And that's it, right. Uh, oh, it stinks. But um, they're acting the heck out of it. The movie will see Rey uh, attempt to rebuild the Jedi Order as a Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, oh, how could she be a Jedi Master? I'm like, this is 15 years later. Yeah. So she could, if if you're, t- and I, I believe this because there's fucking nobody else around, she probably continued to train. She had the books, and she yeah. probably continued to train for 10, 15 years. What do, you, yes. what do you think all the other Jedis Jedi were doing? Yeah. Obi Wan was a master in his forties. Shut up. I know. Uh, so anyway, so they will go to the old republic. They'll be in the middle somewhere, you and know, between the, the sequels and then after the sequels. Uh, so that will be that will be interesting. I I do hope that there comes a day when Dave Filoni and John Favreau are truly in creative control of Lucasfilm. Yeah, I think it'll happen someday. And, the, and more specifically, I should say the Star Wars uh, section of Lucasfilm, because they don't probably necessarily care about Indiana Jones and that, which that was another thing that was... Um, I did not watch the trailer uh, for Indiana Jones. I um, I, just, I don't care. I don't care anymore. After, I'm sorry, after the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I... That That... that that was only had- as bad as as the last Jedi, but the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was more comical. I don't know what Spielberg's obsession is with aliens, but Jesus fucking Christ, dude, you gotta let it go or do it better. Uh, so, and I love Kate Blanchett, so it really hurt because she was in that movie, and and I think she's passed now. But um, is it Karen Allen who played the original? Um, in Indiana Jones, the original love interest. Oh, yeah. And she came back for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. She's, I think she's since, oh, maybe she hasn't. Who am I thinking of? I thought somebody passed. Anyway, I must have been somebody else from. Our respect. Hmm? <laughs> I said, what, what passed? I went, our respect. <laughs> I just can't remember. There's, I thought there was somebody connected to Indiana Jones no. that had passed away. But anyway, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was tough. This one, I don't even know what it's freaking called. I don't even care. I don't. Yeah, I the retire Indiana Jones and the retire. When I home. saw, I feel bad. The that- Dial of Destiny. What yeah. the fuck? It's it's. Do not fucking tell me they find a fucking time machine. 
if, if and go back if in time this, and fix the crystal skulls. They, <laughs> that's the only acceptable plot. They just the entire thing. They go back. What time are we are? We know where we're going. It's just like the two thousand seven. This is the boardroom. All right, guys, we're gonna start doing the first read of the crystal skulls. No, stop this. Stop this now. <sighs> No, it's uh, there's no plot description yet, but um, I know that they use they have indie like young like they I don't know if it's flashbacks, but now I'm thinking Dial of Destiny, they time travel. Yeah. So I, one uh, one quick, just quick interesting thing that I heard Harrison Ford talk about was they didn't use. CGI technology the way you think they did to make him look younger in this movie. He said that for this movie because they have so much footage of him as young Indiana Jones. They took images, I mean they had to like, you know, crop face. Crop his face or whatever, but they it's actually Harrison Ford's face from when he was young and they put it on his body like now. Like yeah. he still did the the physical part of the scene and then they super I was like that is way that is that is cool that's to me that's cooler than they CGI'd like just by removing his as wrinkles. long as they don't have his body doing that stuff I'm fine no what I mean is he physically it's kind of it's a little bit like what they did with Luke Skywalker yeah but they use a different person yeah, I guess you're right. Like, as long as he's a different person, because you can't say, like, oh, look, he has a young face, but, like, he still has Harrison Ford's 80-year-old body. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, they must I have... I hope they do something there. I, I don't know. Like, they screw up on the hand. Like, he goes to grab up a mug or something, and it's just all its wrinkles on his hand. He's like, I'm young. And of course you are. <laughs> so, that movie comes out at some point in the future. When is it coming out? Oh, June 30th. Oh, the day after our, our wedding. Yeah. Uh, so Grandpa Jones is back, um, so that should be interesting. And then uh, if we see it, if we care to see it, we'll talk about it. Um, and then of course we're going to talk about Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, and now that Mandu is ending, we will go back to our regular scheduled programming of Buffy. Yeah, Buffy to Schmashmarshmare. I know you can't fucking wait, but so next week is the last week of Mando for season three. Is there? That's it for me. Is there anything that you would like to add, Kevin? I, I'm just very fearful for the Star Wars future. I'm not fearful. I I'm, am. I have more excitement than fear. I, I just don't want it to be monotonous, and I feel like that's where it's gonna go. Well, I just think they they're choosing. Pro only time will tell. I know. I just want a few projects to actually go through, and I don't care if they mess it up. Just give it a try. I yeah. just, I just, I'm just, uh, I'm glad they're doing the Thrawn stuff. I really am. I just don't want them to drop the ball completely on Thrawn stuff. I don't think they will. There's too much there. That would anger too many fans. So yeah. they're doing right by the fans. So, so far as in regards to rebels and clone wars and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So anyway, that is it for me. I'm signing off and I will catch you on the flip side. I flipped, I flipped. I was yawning. Okay, what were you going to say? I flip a bibbity, hippity, bibbity, let's see what the Star Wars identity. You should have just yawned. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.